Let's talk about accepting the identity. You know, if you've followed me for a while now that I am passionate about teaching people to accept the assignment. And what I mean when I say accept the assignment is to say yes to whatever God is calling you to do. Now, in my mind, there are multiple assignments in our lives, both multiple roles. You may be called to be a mother, a wife, a community service member, whatever, and multiple seasons. There may be seasons when there is an assignment on your life, and then that season ends, and you are no longer asked to participate in that thing or in that way, and instead, perhaps the assignment is rest or it's something different. But what I haven't realized before, and therefore have not discussed with you guys, is that it's come to my attention that after you accept the assignment, and in addition to accepting the assignment, there is an absolute watershed moment where you must accept the identity. Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie LaCroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force, beauty is for you, and your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio, focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. Now, I paused before started to share this this way because I asked myself, well, is there ever an occasion where you accept the identity first? And correct me if you guys can think of a a time or an occasion where that's the case, perhaps salvation maybe, but even then there's a calling to something more that doesn't necessarily reveal to us instantly that we're going to have to be someone different to do it. It's kind of, do you want to do this thing? Are you willing to do this thing? We're all throughout the Bible. If we're looking at scriptural examples, God's calling people to do something, to maybe allow something. Like when he has Mary informed that she is going to give birth to Christ, it's like, hey, by the way, here's the assignment. It's after we're asked to step into the assignment that we're often hit full in the face that, oh my goodness, our identity is going to need to shift as well in order to allow us to step into and live out and complete down to the last detail these exquisite assignments on our life. So let me give you a few examples of what this might look like. For me particularly, I'll use myself as the first example, I 
know full and darn well (laughs) that it is absolutely time and has long been time for me to scale and automate some of the work that I do with women so that it doesn't require my time in order to perform and deliver it. Now, that's not just because I have kind of reached my max on fatigue and full schedulness, but also simply because I can only reach but so many women if I'm insisting on delivering everything live. It has to be automated in order to be scaled, in order to reach more people without being dependent on my 24 hour days and my need for enough sleep. (laughs) So that's been on my heart, on my schedule, on kind of my divine assignment that I have felt in prayer, felt in my spirit for a while. And to be very honest with you guys, I have resisted it. And even looking back, I mean, I've run my business now for almost 10 years. I've done the work that I do in intimacy for seven years. I have resisted automating this for years (laughs) for a long, long time. And often I would get right up to a precipice of having pieces in place and almost being there. And then, you know, sometimes something else would happen and it would feel impossible. Or sometimes I would simply back away and become kind of distracted by the next shiny thing or whatever I felt like doing more. Sometimes I would turn to cleaning the grout between the tile with a toothbrush. You guys know what I'm talking about. I knew what I was supposed to be doing. And yet... I wasn't doing it. And you might say, well, then Jackie, you didn't accept the assignment, right? But I accepted this assignment and we'll fast forward now to more recently in Paris in my spirit. I accepted it again at New Year's Day and standing in the ocean in my sequin dress, if you guys saw those pictures. But I still wasn't allowing myself to take the aligned actions that would facilitate the assignment being accomplished, right? So I had said yes to God, yes to my calling, yes in my spirit. And yet I wasn't showing up fully in the yes. Now, to give myself some credit here, I was inching forward. I was absolutely moving toward the destination. But there would always be these moments, these stall out points that most often unconsciously, I was choosing something that was not facilitating the ultimate assignment, which is making, again, this information so widely available that I don't have to be delivering it one-on-one, i.e. scaling it. I was still choosing to interact live. I was still choosing to deliver the information live. I was still choosing to be heavily involved in making it happen, which limits, of course, how much is able to actually happen. And I only recently, like this weekend, (laughs) and I'll do a podcast on the specific process that facilitated that, but to give you guys the kind of more academic overview of what I accomplished, I realized that the reason I was blocking myself both consciously and unconsciously from the actions that were required to facilitate the accomplishment of the assignment on my heart was because I did not yet see myself as in the identity of the woman who was the kind of woman who allowed those things to happen. Okay, now that might sound a little bit vague and nebulous, so let me break it down a little more. In order for me to be able to accomplish this, I flat out simply cannot keep trying to do everything myself. Okay, now this may resonate with some of you. Others of you, I'm about to flip the script and show you how if your assignment is different right now, you may be looking at a different identity shift and almost the polar opposite of what I'm about to talk about, right? But for purposes of the example of me (laughs) right now, I have been doing all of the things in my life and in part because for a good part of my years, I live alone, right? Like for a good part of the months and the weeks, I'm by myself and it simply felt 
ridiculous, even extravagant and almost pathetic. I was, to be honest with you guys, making character judgments about myself as far as why on earth would I have a regular cleaner if 80% of the time my house is only inhabited by me, right? How can I, am I not, you know, why don't I clean up after myself? Kind of what's my problem? All those kinds of things. Or, well, you know, I'm in the middle of a software transition, which fortunately is basically completed now. I don't have time to train a VA in this. I'll just fix the links for people individually myself, right? Or, you know, I'm still figuring out my strategy in this thing, so I don't really want to have somebody else do it because I'm trying to figure it out as I go and feel into what feels good. All of these things I was telling myself, and at times they weren't untrue, but you can see how if my insistence was on being in what is essentially an identity of a woman who doesn't need help, who can do it herself, not from a, you know, I refuse support standpoint, I had fortunately broken through that misbelief, but in a, it is literally absurd for me to ask for help to do this because I can just do it myself. It's not that I reject other people's offers of support. It's just, it seems a little bit ridiculous, right? That was what was going on inside my head. And as I looked at the fact that I, especially in the last week, have hit a wall of fatigue, I had to deal with the fact that I simply cannot continue to do it myself, even if logically I would like to believe that I should be able to. I can't. <laughs> Whether I want to think that I should be able to or, or not, it's just not reality. And sometimes when you have accepted the assignment or you're showing God, you have showed God in your spirit that you're open to doing what he wants you to do, but consciously or unconsciously, you're not yet open to or available for the identity change that allows you to step into living out and accomplishing that assignment. He will often make things unavoidable so that you must change them, right? He'll bring something to a head, to a forefront, to a breaking point where you just, you have to surrender and give in to a different identity because otherwise you know full well you will be denying the assignment, right? Like if I chose to maintain my health and do all of the things myself, there is no way I could scale this information. There is just, it's just not possible. I absolutely have to be willing to step into a new identity to allow myself to do this while also preserving the other assignments because we can have several at one time which can often lead to the overwhelm right that I have on my life right now of being an excellent mother of being very healthy of taking great care of my body of pursuing other personal goals that are very important to me right now and yet that don't at least in God's eyes give me an excuse to not live into this assignment because God knows that I can get them done. But in order to get them done, the solution is not running myself into the ground because again, that actually denies the assignment of stewarding my body well. The assignment, Jackie, <laughs> is to allow the new identity, which is required to match the assignment given. And for me right now at this point in my life, as ludicrous as I still think it is, I cannot avoid it anymore, that new identity is to become the highly supported woman. I know full well that I need recurring housekeeping help because you guys, that is not my forte, okay? I was taking like AP French or something during, you know, home ed. <laughs> it's, it's not my strong point. I can do it, but then I don't have time for anything else. It's, um, yes, there it is. I need 
virtual assistants who are readily available to help with all client needs and not have to ask me questions. I need to systematize. I have done this at certain points in the past, but I have never fully automated everything. And I also have never fully automated some of my primary courses to be on a funnel. If you guys are familiar with online business terminology from an ad to a presentation to an opportunity to invest if they choose to fulfillment to delivery, all without me having to lift a finger, right? I've gotten close to that in the past, but I've never allowed it. Now you might say, well, why not Jackie? And I've told, you know, myself <laughs> that in part it's been because of actual events that have made it a little impossible or difficult to get to those activities because initially a new identity requires a little bit of setup, right? Like, yes, being a highly supported woman sounds lovely, sounds decadent even, right? Which is part of the resistance I've had toward it. But it is going to require a little bit of initial setup. I need to find a service. I need to find someone I can trust. I need to go back to the VA agency and pick a person and train them and see if I like them. And then, you know, and have hire someone to set up the funnel rather than trying to set up the funnel myself and never getting around to it. All of these things are going to require upfront action in order to allow me to be in the identity that I'm called to be in, that I require to be in, apparently, in order to live out the assignment, right? Now, I also uncovered an additional layer of resistance, which may help you guys as you're trying to perhaps identify what identity you might be called to step into in order to live out your assignment. And that is that historically, very few people, women particularly, in my lineage have allowed this level of support, right? And certainly everyone has had their own reasons and perhaps that was their assignment and they were living out their calling perfectly. But my point simply is I didn't have examples of women who allow themselves to be very highly supported and without necessarily having picked up beliefs that went along with that, I developed my own beliefs that therefore you don't need them, right? If you're educated and intelligent and you have a high work ethic and you know, you're humble and you don't mind doing some dirty work, you shouldn't need it. And that was the belief that I picked up. So I've had enormous resistance to allowing consistent support in all areas of my life, even though much of the time I'm flying solo. And one would think, I thought anyway, that I didn't need it. And I don't if I choose to reject my assignment, but I have accepted the assignment. And therefore, I must also accept the identity. Now, some of you may say that sounds amazing. And Jackie, I don't know why you're complaining about needing to step into support. And I'm not actually complaining. I'm just noticing the enormous resistance I have to it and, and judgments even. And then keeping myself on track with taking the aligned actions that allow me to embody that identity of creating the setup that's going to allow me to live out that rather than defaulting in a moment of, well, I really just could do it myself. Well, I really could skip it this week. Well, I really could probably go without a new VA for another month. I mean, you know, all of those things I'm watching for, right? But some of you may be in a season where you're called into a different assignment and the identity that you're shedding so that you can step into the identity that allows the assignment is a polar opposite, right? Many women I've worked with have been high-powered career women, maybe even the primary breadwinner in their family, and suddenly everything in their heart and their spirit, and perhaps breakdowns in their relationships or their health or their relationships with their children or whatever it may be that forces them to look at the issue, has led them to realize that their new assignment in this season is to relinquish, perhaps, a career goal or a career role. And 
dive into being more present and more physically, emotionally, and time invested in the home and in their kids or in their family or whatever it may be. And their struggle in allowing the identity that allows the assignment is releasing what people maybe perceived them as before, what they perceived themselves as before, how they perhaps valued themselves as independent or high earning or always at an office or needed and important and always being emailed and somehow valuable through those things rather than sitting quietly at home with a toddler napping in your lap, reading books, making bottles, doing the cleaning perhaps, something very different from what maybe their previous assignment looked like. And that requires, as you can imagine, quite an identity shift. Now, all of these identity shifts are rooted in the true identity, which is that you are valued and you are loved and no one's opinion matters except God's. When your base identity of those very, very simple and very few but potent truths is firmly grounded, the different level of identities, I would say that they're higher, but they're not above, okay? They're just simply built on this foundation can be more shifting and you don't have to have such a strong attachment, which is very natural to strongly attach to the identities that we're seen as, that are reflected back to us, that we see ourselves as, that we're praised for, that we're evaluated on. But those identities can come and go and they can come and go a lot more easily when we remember that our true identity isn't any of those. Your true identity isn't even your roles. I love to ask women, who do you think you are? You know, who do you truly believe yourself to be? And some of the first words out of their mouth will be their roles. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a leader in my community. I'm a leader in my church. I'm a homeschool mom. I'm whatever. And I hear them out because it's valuable and important for them to hear themselves voicing that. But then I remind them that that's not your identity. Those are your current roles, or you can see them as your current assignments. And of course, part of our work is looking at making sure that they feel aligned still with some of the things that they're doing that they are still their current assignments. But all of this has to be based on the true identity that can never be lost. How do you know if something is your true identity or an adopted identity to live into an assignment, or perhaps it's not even an assignment, but it's just an identity you picked up? You're looking at, can it be taken away from me, right? As horrific as it is, your role as a mother could be taken away from you. Your role as a wife could be taken away from you. Your role as a homeschooler, as a teacher, as a career woman, as a church leader, all of those could be gone. You know it's your true identity when it cannot be taken and it cannot be shaken. And that's where you build your strength in being unconditionally loved by God and being unconditionally valuable and being unconditionally protected, provided for, safe by a divine force that is bigger than anything the world can throw at you. That's your true identity, child of God. After you ground yourself in that, you will find it much easier to step into the identities that you're being called to in order to live out the assignments that have been put on your spirit for your time here on earth. Because frankly, friends, you may face tremendous judgment, right? As I consider, (laughs) I'm still in the process, not going to lie, this is a little new, I only thought of it, you know, two days ago. As I consider this identity of becoming a highly supported woman, I am feeling all of my judgments toward myself come up, and I know full well that there will be external judgments as well. 
right? There will be people absolutely who feel like they have a lot more things to do than I do, and they're not getting any outside support. So why on earth should I, you know, et cetera. I know it's going to happen, but because my identity, my true identity is rooted in the things that can't be taken and can't be shaken, those opinions about, you know, a higher level, less important, more flexible identity are not going to shake me. And that's actually the reminder that I'm sinking into, that I'm meditating on, that I'm reflecting on, that I'm just being in the presence of God and going through my day kind of thinking through and and meditating on to let it sink in, which is going to allow me to be more comfortable and acting from a place of safety and security and calm, quiet confidence as I make the decisions that need to be made and follow through with the actions that need to be taken to allow myself to become the identity that is required to be able to live out and achieve my life assignment, my life work, my life's purpose, while also honoring and staying true to the other assignments in my life of being an excellent mother, taking great care of my body, being a good friend, etc. right? So my invitation to you today is to first see if there are any assignments on your heart in your life to evaluate perhaps the ways that you're spending your time and see if there are things that you're investing time, effort, money, resources into that aren't actually assignments, right? There are the certain roles that are very important to you and then there's some life callings and are there other things that you have perhaps said yes to with a little bit of maybe reluctance in your heart because you aren't quite sure they're for you or you legitimately don't think they're for you but you felt like from a people pleaser perspective perhaps you needed to in order to be there for someone or to make someone pleased with you or to make someone happy with you. So first to reevaluate what you're doing in your life and making sure that what you're doing is all in alignment with your various true current in this season assignments. And then for the assignments that perhaps you're less comfortable in, or even the assignments that you're maybe currently living out, like being a great mom, looking at have you allowed yourself to step into the identity that's required to do that assignment well? So for example, even if you're already being a great mother, perhaps you consistently berate yourself or pick on yourself or critique yourself for how you could be doing more, how you didn't do enough, or surely someone else out there is doing it better than you are and why can't you get your act together? That's actually not allowing yourself to be in the identity for that assignment. If God has called you to be a mother, then girlfriend, you're doing a great job just by showing up. So the identity there is to allow yourself to be loved, to affirm yourself, to say, I'm always learning how to be better, but I'm doing a great job right now. That's an identity statement that allows you to live out that assignment fully. Because a mother who's constantly picking on herself is inevitably only going to transfer that energy to her children, which is not in service to them either, right? So this is about looking at the current ways you're spending your time in your life evaluating are they the assignments that are actually on your life for this season and then are you allowing yourself to be in the identity of the woman who's doing those assignments well and are there certain assignments where you can't even complete them without allowing a brand new identity those are the ones that are particularly the assignments that we're shifting into or we're transitioning into or we're transitioning out of those are the ones to really look for there when you're truly about to begin something new and you're looking for, is there an identity that's required for this that I have resistance to, that I have judgments toward, that I have blocks toward? Is it generational even perhaps? Is it cultural or community? And I feel like I'm the only woman who's going to be allowing myself to live this way. And oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the judgments that are com- 
at me and I already have judgments internally. That's where you have the signs that there's an identity that you're being invited to step into and you get to say yes or no. But understand, as I came to understand just this weekend, that saying yes to the assignment includes and requires saying yes to the identity that actually makes it possible. Okay? You have what it takes. You're stepping in fully to everything that God has already ordained for you to do, which means he's already made you capable of it. But you may be called to alter your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors in order to make it possible, right? And don't be surprised if fear and doubt and full-on even refusal or rejection or this isn't even a thing, God, fills your mind. If that's you, you are in great company because all throughout scripture, God gave someone an assignment and they turned to him and said, but Lord, I, I can't speak, I stutter. Or, but Lord, I can't have children, I'm old. Or, but Lord, I'm a virgin, I've never been intimate. How am I gonna have a child, right? We look up at God after we receive an assignment and say, but Lord, that's not me. I can't do that. But if he's called you to an assignment, he will equip you with the identity you need to achieve it. Just recognize that it is a part of the process. And if you're experiencing blocks in fulfilling an assignment, perhaps it's because you have not accepted the identity. I'm here to tell you, friends, if he's called you to it, it's already who you're capable of being. And if he's called you to it, it's what the world needs you to show up as. Therefore, have no guilt, have no judgment, have no self-berating around, I could never do that. That's not who I am. If it's an identity that's required to live out the assignment that he's given you, living into it is the most noble thing, the most selfless thing, the most worshipful, beautiful, aligned, obedient thing you could do. So go and do it. It's who you already are. Today's episode is brought to you by The Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension. This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon. 
But if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment, and that's where they should stay, and they should just be happy with it, and you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women, and they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life, who continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.